You're listening to What's New with Wired. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Uber writes an equation to help cities measure and manage the curb by Arian Marshall. Not sure what your curb has done for you lately? Not to worry. Your answer is arriving now in the form of an equation devised by Uber and meant to help cities evaluate how efficiently they're using this increasingly contested space. After years of neglect and scorn, this strip of urban infrastructure long the sole domain of the meter maid, has gotten incredibly crowded. Bike and scooter share companies would love to park their wares there. Transit agencies would love for drivers to stay out of their bus stops. Delivery drivers, the folks transporting businesses' daily merchandise, the roughly 30% more UPS, FedEx, and UPS packages sent since five years ago, the 20% more takeout orders, would love to idle just outside their destinations. Ride hailers like Uber and Lyft would love to pick up and drop off their passengers quickly and safely. Car owners would love to park there, ideally for free. Yes, the curb is a contested space, which is why cities want to get better at managing it. Some are trying. Places like Washington, D.C. are experimenting with reserved nighttime parking spots for Uber and Lyft pickups and drop-offs in one of its most hopping nightlife areas. Lyft has worked with San Francisco's Metropolitan Transportation Agency, to block its drivers from stopping on a busy street. To do more, though, cities need data, a complete understanding of what's happening on their roads. Plus, they need a smart way to evaluate that data, a way to come to conclusions about how curbs should be used. Oh, and also an easy way to explain those decisions to citizens once they're made. Converting parking to loading zones or to other uses is just a politically challenging thing to do, says Allison Wiley, who works on transportation and mobility policy for Uber. Which is why, in a report released this month, Uber and the transportation consultancy Fair and Peers published what they're calling a Curb Productivity Index. It's a way to figure out what the curb is doing for you. The equation is deceptively simple. Activity divided by time times space. Activity is the number of passengers using the curb space by a specific mode. Time is the period when the activity was observed. And space is the total amount of curb footage dedicated to that use. Here's the example that the consultants use in their report, where a 20-foot parking spot is used as a parking spot by a single car carrying two people for four hours. Two passengers divided by four hours times 20 feet equals 0.25 passengers per hour feet, or 0.5 passengers per hour per 20 feet of curb. 
But if that space is instead used as part of an 80-foot bus stop served by 100 people in that 4-hour block, the equation looks like this. 100 passengers divided by 4 hours times 80 feet equals 0.3125 passengers per hour feet, or 6.25 passengers served per hour per 20 feet of curb. Clearly, the bus stop is a better use of public space. To show how this equation might work in the real world, the researchers collected 12 hours worth of video footage, photographs, and Uber data for five locations in San Francisco. They concluded that, yes, it sometimes makes sense to convert parking spots to other uses, like Uber pickups and designated loading zones. It also makes sense to make curbs flexible, to use them for parking at some time of the day and other functions at others. This is an easy-to-use, easy-to-understand way to communicate the benefits of turning over parking in very busy downtown centers to more productive uses, says Wiley. She notes that those cities that can't collect their own precise data should also be able to use the five examples in the report, each a different sort of street, to reach their own curb conclusions. It makes a lot of sense that an Uber report would find in favor of more spaces for Uber. But transportation experts say it's a good thing that the ride-hailing company is thinking seriously about how to use city streets. For years, government officials have criticized the company for refusing to release the specific data they could use to make important and long-lasting decisions on street design and infrastructure. The report is advancing the discussion of how to use data in cities, which is quite good, says Bruce Shaler, a former New York City transportation official who is now an independent transportation consultant. This is only a first step. The harder decisions come after cities decide to change the status quo. They need to figure out not just how the street is operating now, but how they want it to operate in the future. Maybe fewer people would choose ride hail if officials were better at creating dedicated infrastructure for buses. They could be cheaper, even faster, than a solo trip in a car. And then cities need to figure out how to price those decisions. Changing behavior isn't just a question of drawing differently colored stripes on curbs. It's also using money as a carrot or stick. If cities want fewer cars to park, they need to raise the price of parking. If they want fewer people in cars, they need to raise the cost of driving, through things like congestion fees or even fees on ride-hail trips. Those decisions should come quick. On Wednesday, Uber became the latest company to introduce a scooter-share program to city streets this time in Santa Monica. The cheery red, jump-branded electric scoots are another way for the company to show that it's not only committed to four-wheeled transportation devices. And it announced last week it would contribute $250,000 to an organization dedicated to sharing data between private companies and the private sector. Lyft and Ford also said it would join the initiative. Uber also says it will disperse $10 million to sustainable transportation causes in the next three years. That money will, in part, help fight congestion in cities, a problem the company, and ones like it, may have contributed to. Hope you enjoyed this spoken edition of Wired News. And if you'd like more, search for Wired Science and Wired Business. 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 